can't handle the truth. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. You're gonna need a bigger potion. Do I feel lucky? Nobody puts baby in a corner. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. Welcome back, gang. We're here with another episode of Through the Lands coming at you from the Delaware Library podcasting booth. I think Tracy's here, but I'm not sure because I can't see her. <laughs> oh, good gracious. I'm here. I'm kidding. I can see her, but the joke <laughs> is because we are reviewing The Invisible Man. Yes. Um, so here's the deal, Tracy. Okay. This movie's called The Invisible Man. Right. You, Your preparation was invisible because you told me you did not have a quote. But okay. I, but I'm just doing, going with the theme here. Okay. But I do have a quote. Okay. And it's the epic best quote ever, and you have to let me give you a quote this time, even though you, you don't want to do it. Okay. But it'll pay off. Okay. Here's my quote. It's amazing what you can do when you don't have to look at yourself in the mirror. Is this theme-based? It's all going to tie together and literally blow your mind. Um... I mean, it's is it theme based or actor based? Just tell me that. Mostly theme based, but it'll literally blow your mind. This is the most fair quote of all time. The only movie that I can think of is um. Could you say it again? Close your eyes. I'll read it just to make sure I have it right. Not that it's going to change. Okay, my eyes are closed. You're cheating. I'm not cheating. It's amazing. Look, my eyes are closed. It's amazing what you can do when you don't have to look at yourself in the mirror. Well, it sounds like maybe something like Well, that doesn't fit in. This fits. Okay. My first guess that doesn't fit in is flatliners. But I think I'll go with Hollow Man. Yes! It's Hollow Man! Yes! It's genius. And you want to wonder why it's the best quote ever? Because the guy's invisible. And who's the actor? Kevin Bacon. The whole thing we do is Kevin Bacon-style quotes, and it's actually yes. Kevin Bacon. Yes. So yes. kudos to you. I mean, it's, it's a little on the nose, but I always make you know the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. This yes. literally is... This Six is, degrees this of is Kevin Bacon. one degree from Kevin Bacon. This is Kevin Bacon. Um, so that little interlude aside, the reason we're joking around is because this movie is another Invisible Man movie. Yeah. Um, and it's done by Universal. Yep. And I guess I'll start out by saying Universal at one time had plans. They have the rights to all the famous monster movies. And yes. You'll recall, Tracy, we reviewed the Tom Cruise uh, <laughs> reimagining of The Mummy. And they, they had planned this as, like, they call it the dark universe, where yes. they're going to reinvigorate their old monster movies into some Marvel Cinematic Universe-style thing, and that bombed miserably. Right, and Johnny Depp was slated to play the Invisible Man. And that whole plan just got wrecked. It just got torn up and thrown away. So this is the Invisible Man, but it's not in any universe, and it's actually done by Blumhouse, who yep. does kind of slasher horror-type movies a lot. Uh, and that's more along the lines of what this is. Okay, before we get into it, did you see previews in front of Invisible Man last night? Yes. Okay. Because I can't wait for the one. Candyman? Candyman. Oh, God. That's another one where I'm like, why are they doing that again? But... Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. So, anywho, um, 
this is basically I don't I guess I'd call it more of a horror movie than like a monster movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it is two hours and four minutes long. Yep. And it's rated R. Yes. Probably deserving of rated R. I yes. mean, it's not the worst thing we've ever seen, but it's it's probably right up there. Right. So, um, I guess I'll start out with who is in this movie, and basically there's like one person in this movie. Well, before we get to who's in it, I just want to say the director, Lee Winnell, um, I don't know if Lee is a female or a male, and I'm sorry, uh, but the director did, it's a guy. It's a guy, I just looked him up. Okay, he did um, Insidious, and he did, uh, well, he's working on the new Escape from New York, the reboot with Kurt Russell's son, which I think might be kind of good. <laughs> Kurt Russell, oh wow, it's funny, because Kurt Russell was in the original. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so the only per well, it's not the only person. There's Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss. How do we know Elizabeth Moss? Uh, we know her from A Handmaid's Tale, and if you were like me and loved Mad Men, you know her from that. That's those are two big things. Yeah. Um, and she is very talented. I think she's the producer of Handmaid's Tale as well as the actress. Probably. Right? Um, but she is just a, a good actress, and I'm going to just jump ahead here and say. I was impressed by her performance because... So was I, because you really thought she was nuts. Yeah, like she has to go through a range of <laughs> um, a character arc, so to speak, and it yes. was very believable. And she, there are other people in the movie, but she literally had to carry the movie because it's yes. her acting against the Invisible Man. Yes. Which means he's invisible. Right. By the way, Peyton, I thought the Invisible Man did an excellent job of acting. <laughs> it's all, of, of course you did. <laughs> There's nobody there. Of course you did. Um, there was one other person that I think I might have recognized. Was the daughter of the friend from um, Wrinkle in Time? Yes. Wrinkle. Her name's Storm Reed, which is a great name like for an actor, you know? Or a football player. Or a radio person. Storm Reed. Coming at you, it's Storm or, Reed with the hits. Or a superhero. Storm Reed would be good. Well, there is a Storm. And a Reed Richards. So, yeah, you just yes. combine them together. So, Wrinkle in Time, 12 Years a Slave, and she's in the upcoming Suicide Squad movie. Hey. Yeah, see, I got that superhero reference <laughs> she, in. But she she was fine in the movie, but she didn't really have much to she do. She didn't really do much. And then the other guy, her dad, Aldous Hodge, who, if you're like me, you love the show Leverage, but of course they took it off. He was in Friday Night Lights. He was in Supernatural. Um, Die Hard with a Vengeance. I'm surprised you don't remember That him. guy was in Die Hard with a Vengeance? Yes. Who was he? I don't remember. Random bad guy number five or something? No, he was in it. Take okay. my word for I it. I mean, I love myself some Die Hard. But basically, Elizabeth Moth carries this movie, yes. I think. So, yes. Um, we're going to go spoiler-free here. But here's the problem with a spoiler-free review. This is my one, my one, one criticism or, or rage about this movie. If you've seen the trailer... It's like they reveal everything. No. Well, there was some parts where Peyton and I were like, oh, dude, we did not see that coming. Yes. But large, the plot beats yeah. are largely spoiled, in my opinion, by the trailer. Right. And the beginning of the movie, and I'm not giving anything away, she's trying to leave an abusive relationship. It reminded me of that Julia Roberts movie. Um, oh, where he had the cans all done the right? Sleeping with the Enemy. Yes. Yes, because, you know, she had her bag, and it was dark, and it was a storm out, and it was off of the beach, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And at first I was like, oh, please, don't copy the movie. You know what I mean? 
so that is not a spoiler because that it's in the trailer and it's the yeah. first five minutes of the movie. So yeah. that's so she is getting away from him. I think I can say this because the plot of the movie, but he she gets away, but then receives notice that he is dead, and yeah. um, she's going to get all his money. But there's very fine small print in that codicil that says she you know has to be proven mentally stable and she cannot commit a crime in order to get his huge inheritance so here's my bone to pick with the movie now granted it's called invisible man so we know what's happening but it would have been very effective some of the stuff they were doing to decide is she crazy or is this really happening but since it's called Invisible Man and you see the trailer, you know, know it's actually an Invisible Man doing this stuff. Yeah. But one of the things I liked about Elizabeth Moss's performance is she's becoming unraveled. Yes. If they, This could have been like a Shutter Island where you don't know if she's crazy or sane. Yes. But unfortunately, because it's called Invisible Man and because we've seen the trailer, we know, oh, no, there actually is an Invisible Man ruining her life. And And her becoming unraveled escalates. It doesn't start on a 10. It starts like on a 2. And each different thing, it just builds and builds and builds and builds. Yes. And so I I liked her performance even though I knew what was coming. And again, the trailer sprinkles on. Don't watch the trailer if you haven't seen it. I'm going to stop talking about it. But unfortunately, there are scenes from that trailer that go throughout the whole movie. Now, it doesn't cover everything. Yeah. But it picks up. So you kind of know where it's going. Yes. But one of the reasons I liked about this movie is... Her performance, even though you knew kind of where it was going, the major beats, it was just so fascinating watching her get there. Yeah. And it did have a couple of big, like, uh, Yes, I jumped a couple times. Like they were, and, and they were legitimate. Yes. Like, oh, my God, that just really happened. It wasn't like in, in a normal scary movie uh, when people are running upstairs away from the guy or the creature that's hunting them. Don't ever run upstairs because how are you going to get out of the house? And it also wasn't like other scary movies were like, there's a horrible knock, and you turn over, and it was just a cat right. knocking over the lamp. Right. Like, this is, like, legitimate stuff. So right. they didn't do any cheap jump thrills. There were, there were jump scares, but not, like, cat knocking over the thing. Exactly. So I, I thought that was pretty good. I mean, there was a couple, like, in the room where she saw the one thing, and it was like, oh, it's just... But yeah. otherwise, it's it's pretty fair. Um, and I don't know if it was the music slash soundtrack. It just had me on edge the whole movie, even though I wasn't really surprised that much. Yeah, it was... There was a lot of tension, Lots of tension. Oh, and by the way, just to give myself some credit, I turned to Peyton about an hour into it and said something that ended up being right, but I don't want to spoil it. Of course you did. I had to get someone to prove that I knew it was coming um, because I'm just bragging right now. Um, And then I even got the last line of the movie done right, by the way. I told him what it was going to be. Oh. I'll tell you afterwards. Well, not the last line, but the killer-like tagline that you always have in a movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. So anyway, enough of my bragging. Of, Of course you did. What about, I like movies, what about the plot, spoiler freestyle, did you like it? Um, Had you seen the trailer? I think you were with me when we saw the trailer. Yeah, I've seen the trailer tons of times, and I know that you kept saying it's the whole movie, it's the whole movie, and I'm like, I hope not, and like Darren said, there are some things that aren't in the trailer, but the trailer keeps your interest, and what's so great about it is exactly what Darren said, is Elizabeth Moss's performance, um... Because you, yeah, it was good. It and there was are good. some things that happened to her. They're like, oh, dude, if you can, if you can assume that there could be an invisible man, this thing could happen to you. Yes. I mean, obviously, in a world, you have to suspend. A, I like to suspend a little bit of disbelief. I hate suspending so much disbelief that it hurts my brain. Right. So if you're willing to check out on the fact that there is an invisible man, the rest of it makes sense. Correct. 
Um, so I, I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, and she also, they remember in Aliens, the most recent one where the seemingly bad guy's like, hey, come over here and look in this pit. And, and he looks right into the thing. And it was the dumbest move ever. She didn't make any really stupid moves. No, she didn't. She was very smart in trying to uh, cope with what she was dealing with. Um, so I, I appreciate when they don't, there was no plot device that was so fake just to move it along that right. she, no one would ever do that. I mean, this one, she was a little bit on edge and she didn't make the best decisions, but they were all legit decisions every time. So. Yeah. And she was pretty smart. And just so you know, Darren, and you listeners know, I called something, but I have no witnesses. Because you saw it by yourself. Because I saw it by myself. <laughs> Maybe one of these days we should do the part of the episode where we like give a break and like just talk about all the spoilers, but I don't want to risk that right now. So, right. Um, I will talk to you when you're done with that. So um, who... Well, actually, let's talk about special effects. So these are weird special effects yeah. because when you do something invisible, it's kind of like the opposite of special effects because there are some like interactions with an invisible person and it has to look real. So what did you think about the invisible special effect, such as it was? Um, that's hard because really I didn't think that the invisible special effects got good until we saw... Um, Near the end? Yeah. Like, well, there was. How can I say it without spoiling it? I'll, I'll answer this for you. There were, when they did this, when we were talking about special effects, the invisible, there yeah. wasn't any special effects. It was just someone invisible. Yes. And there might be a floating thing or something trying, but that's when it was the low boil where it was kind of creepy. Yes. Like weird stuff's happening, but it wasn't full on, like. But there, I don't think there's too much of a spoil. There is a, there's fight scenes with an invisible person. Yes. And that was kind of a more of a choreography thing because you don't actually see the person. Right. But there were little hints here and there where they showed this and they showed that. Yes, that's, yeah, that's that was cool. And I kind of liked the fighting with the invisible person because it's like you couldn't see them, but you can kind of figure where they were. It was it was kind of effective for me where it wasn't just someone like punching nothing and it looked stupid. He's in the room right now. How about when she said that? That just made my, my blood boil. When she said that in the in the place, yeah, right? I think that's in the trailer too. Actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it was there was a lot of just kind of cool creepiness with the invisible person. Yeah, and yeah. Um, who's gonna like this movie, Trace? Um, I think people that are fans of old school horror films. I mean, to to see this one and then see like the original like where it came from I think people would be into that and by the way the original we're not talking about Hollow Man right there was an it's old like 1935 or something yeah Peyton, Peyton would know it's black and white I think. yes and it's black and white and I think it might have been Claude Rains but I'm not certain um I it is R for a reason by the way speaking of the original original man did you catch the uh weird easter egg in there i don't think this is a spoiler but in the old invisible man the special effect was like he had the um, full body bandage yes and then when he unwrapped it yes there was nothing there so there's just a person in a full body bandage and there's no point for it and, oh it's the original invisible yes. Man costume. That's yes yes i egg. did i did catch that so anyway what you were saying about uh, um i think it's a good date movie provided that you're older than 17 because we're carding at the strand Ayo. um you know, anyone that likes those types of movies, insidious, um, you know, older teens and couples. 
Uh, this is a teen date movie. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Because it's tense. You actually care about the main character, which helps add to the tension. Yeah. If you're going with your significant other, girlfriend, boyfriend, what have you, they're going to hold your hand, which is what you want when you go on a date movie because it's kind of freaky. So it's a good date movie. Yep. Um, it doesn't, it's not terribly bloody or terribly cursing, but it's, it's probably worth an R. I mean, yeah. God. If you're going to watch it at home, I think a 16-year-old or even a 15-year-old is probably fine. But, yep, yep. Uh, it's not like heads getting blown off or anything. But nope. um, you'll like it. It's, it's, a, it's a scary, suspenseful movie. If that's what you're in the mood for, it, it's good. I, my only complaint is it would have been much more effective if I didn't see the trailer. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it was, just, it was really well made. But it's like, well, okay, this part was the best part and it was in the trailer. There were, there were some good parts that weren't, but I kind of knew the beats that were coming. Right. Um, I won't get into it because if you haven't seen the trailer, please don't watch it. Just go see the movie without the trailer because it will be much more enjoyable. Yeah, because if you saw the trailer, you'll catch yourself trying to, like, piece together the trailer with what you're watching on the screen, like the order and stuff. Exactly. Yep. And you kind of know, well, this hasn't happened yet, so that's coming. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, and that's what I hated about exactly. it. Exactly. The movie itself, was there's nothing wrong with it. Um, do you care to give it a score? Oh, wait, no end credit scene. No end credit scene. And the longest, most annoying credits ever. Yeah. It, they it was were... like really painful like sound effects or music. And yeah, this... the music was weird. And long, so please do yourself a favor and get out of there after yeah. the movie's over. Uh, there's no Invisible Man 2 Electric Boogaloo teaser at the end. Teaser at the end, they might do it. You know. Yeah. Um, so are you going to hit me with your rating? Um, since you asked for the quote, I think you should give me your rating. Wow, I, I guess I... You got the quote, though. Okay, so your reward for getting Hollow Man with Kevin Bacon is I'll go with my movie score first. I'm conflicted. I really like this movie, and I think I would have enjoyed it... Without like a, seeing Without the seeing the trailer and yeah. without seeing the... If it wasn't called Invisible Man, I think you have an effective psychological thriller at the beginning, whether she's losing her mind or not. She was that effective. But with that said, the trailer just did... Screwed it up for me a little bit. So without trailer, I'm going to go eight with trailer seven. So that's a seven point five average. Sure, I did. Um, I did enjoy this movie. It was. I didn't want to see it at all because I was telling Tracy, as she said in her um, review, every time I saw the trailer, I'm like, they showed the whole movie. Why am I watching this? So it did have enough to surprise me to give it a good score. I'm gonna go with an eight. I mean, I liked it. It was suspenseful. I jumped a couple times. I thought she was great, and having to act against the invisible man, <laughs> an invisible man, nothing. I mean, that takes a lot of serious concentration and talent. Did you get the feels? I did not get the feels. <laughs> this is not a feels movie. I did not get the feels. I can't believe you asked me that about this movie. <laughs> there, there was that one part where that one person got punched that we were like, what? That yeah. was kind of feels like, but... No. No, you didn't even care? No, I didn't care. Tracy's heartless, but no, no feels. Um when can people see The Invisible Man? The Invisible Man is in our Brown Family Generations Theater. Uh, Friday, 5 and 8. Saturday, 2, 5 and 8. Sunday, 1, 4 and 7. And Monday through Thursday, 4 and 7. And do you know what we're reviewing next week? We're getting, we're warming up to Darren coming like a, like the seeds in the ground after a wildfire of the Oscar season where they can grow again. I'm coming back to my season. And we're coming back to your type of movie. Yes. Animated. Oh, what do I get? Onward. Okay, it's Pixar. It's Pixar. People are excited about it. I will say the trailer has not got me excited, so if I like it, it'll be a little bit of an under, uh, this will be a little bit of an upset. Yes. But uh, I'm okay with that. That means the summer's here, almost. 
Almost. Because don't we have upcoming, like we got um, so Captain we have, Marvel. So we and... have Onward on the 6th. On the 13th, um, we have the faith-based movie, I Still Believe. On the 20th, we have A Quiet Place 2. Ah. On the 27th, we have Mulan. All confirmed. On the 3rd of April, we have Peter Rabbit 2, which I think is going to be a blast. No, that I'm super jazzed about. Yeah. I love the first movie. And then on the 10th, it's No Time to Die. James Ooh, Bond. He's back. He's Daniel Craig's back. possible slash probable slash definitely last movie. Yes. As James Bond. As James Bond. Okay. Now, see, this is I'm, I'm warming up to this. Yes. Um, and are there other things going on at the Strand that you want to discuss? Yes. Um... This coming Tuesday, March 3rd, and Wednesday, March 4th, is the first of um, the first week of the OWU Community Film Series, and we're really excited because the first movie is the Academy Award-winning Best Documentary for 2019 American Factory, made in Dayton, Ohio, this just the down Ob- the road. Obama's got something for yes, Obama. Michelle and Barack Obama own the production company, Higher Ground, that produced the film. It was their first film that they produced, and, and they got an Oscar for it. So, hey, um, Since we're not on the, like radio, we can take as much time as we want. Can you yeah. just tell us a little bit about what the Wesleyan film f- series is? Like, how are they picking the movies? What's the point of it? Sure. Um, it's been going on for double-digit years, and it's the English department and the film department and they pick different types of movies. They pick a documentary, they pick an adaptation or a film noir or uh, any sort of movie that you might not seek out on your own. So they're using their big brains to curate a series of movies that might be of particular interest. Correct. Not based on, they're not all documentaries, they're not all old, no. they're not the best of 1900s, it, it could be a mix of everything. That is correct. I'm glad you said that, because I've never sensed the, the theme of what it was, it's just they're picking the best movies for that year. But it's actually for two classes okay. that they hold at Ohio Wesleyan, so it's mainly for the students of these classes, which total about 60, but it's open to the community to see. So they're making it possible to see a movie like this documentary that you would not be able to get otherwise. Correct. Um, the other thing, it starts with American Factory and the film series ends in April with Get Out. So that's the gamut of films right. they are get exploring. Out. Um, one of the other movies that they're, that they're watching is a Coen Brothers favorite called Blood Simple from the 80s, I think. That's one of the early Cohen Brothers movies. Yeah. Okay. So, um, please come to the Strand. Uh, every Tuesday and Wednesday, um, until the end of April, except for the week of the 10th and the 11th, because that's, you know, winter break for the kids at OWU. And they ain't going to a movie, because they're off doing something cool. Right. And the Tuesday night movie is 9.30, and the Wednesday night movie is 7.30. And note that on Wednesdays, we are showing our movies. We're, we're doing two showings of each movie. So if you want to see the movie that's preempted at 7.30, it'll show after the OWU Film Festival. But more importantly, no one's going to remember this. Where can they find this? This is on the Strand website, right? Yes, it's on our website, thestrandtheater.net. And again, see American Factory. It's an Oscar winner. And we just we joked last time, but Michelle Obama is halfway to her EGOT. Yes, she is. That's crazy. Yeah. 
and I'm no way to anything. Yep. Is there, is there an award for hack movie review podcast that we could maybe get? No. Okay. Well. But we can get credentials. I did find that out to see other. What? Yes. What? I need to find out how. Dude, credentials can open up a whole new world for us, Tracy. I know. Think about the places we could take the listeners if we had, like, passes to get into places. I know. Can we get, like, votes for Oscars and stuff? Maybe they vote for best radio reviewers or best online reviewers, podcasters of movies. I don't even know if we'd win if that was a thing, but it'd be nice. I think we could win. I mean, if you keep giving out these quotes that are cheap, they're going to discount it. But, you know, with my hollow man quote, we might take it to the top. Hollow man. Take it to the next level. (laughs) That's what we're all about on Through the Lens. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks a lot.